Welcome in, everybody. This is uh, episode 11 of the I-70 Hot Tag. Uh, tonight we sit down with five-time WLW heavyweight champion, a former NWA Central States heavyweight champion, and a former KCXW champion. Uh, joining us tonight is none other than Derek Stone. Plus, we'll break down two major events that occurred last weekend. First, the Central States Wrestling Rise of an Outlaw. And last but certainly not least, we'll dive into the two-night event, the St. Louis Anarchy Dingo Invitational. Don't go anywhere. Stay right there. We got more coming. Stay tuned. And now, CR Media presents the I-70 Hot Tag with your host, Chaos Chase, and the real Josh Elliott. What is going on, everybody? It's your boy, Chase, a.k.a. CR Media, and this is episode 11 of the I-70 Hot Tag. You guys know the deal. We're talking to Missouri and Kansas uh, independent professional wrestlers, um, breaking down independent wrestling in the Kansas and Missouri area along the I-70. Tonight, reaching for the tag, we've got none other than Derek Stone. Uh, Derek Stone is having a little bit of technical difficulties, but we are going to get him in here. Um, we're going we're gonna to do everything we can. If I got to... If I got to hoof it uh, to his house and interview him with my cell phone, I will do it. Um, so we might we might be in for a long show tonight, guys, but we've got a fun show for you. Not only are we going to interview Derek, um, we are also going to talk about CSW Rise of an Outlaw and St. Louis Anarchy's Dingo Invitational, um, two phenomenal events that both of the local promotions have put on tonight. Um, super excited to talk about those, um, but we will get into it. Um, as you guys know, if you guys are here, you guys automatically know who it is. Um, CR Media. As usual, follow me on all the social medias. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Twitch. I'm on Instagram. And I'm on TikTok. Um, you know, shoot us a follow on all of those. Would greatly appreciate it. Um, putting out a lot of content. Um, a lot of photos, a lot of videos in the local area, um, about local independent professional wrestling. So super excited for that. Josh, how are you tonight, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm excited for this, uh, for this episode. Uh, we, we booked him, uh, about a month ago to have Derek on the show and been extremely excited, um, ever since. So it's finally here and, uh, we're going to talk to a Kansas city wrestling legend. Absolutely. Uh, Josh, let everybody know where they can find you on social media, my friend. Absolutely. So uh, you can find me uh, at The Real Josh Elliott. You can find me on Twitch, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. But more importantly, as labeled here on the tag, you can find I run all the social medias for the I 70 hot tag. So you can find us. Uh, you can find us there at uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. So we are actually going live. This is the first week of going live on YouTube. So um, if you guys are a YouTube fan, go give us a follow, hit that notification bell. We will be going live there every week. Absolutely, we uh, we post post lots of clips, post lots of uh, lots of content on all those social medias. 
Um, you guys, uh, you, you guys will never uh, not see something from CR Media or the I-70 hot tag. So um, let's get into... Oh, before I forget, um, for those that don't know, we also post the I-70 hot tag on uh, on all your podcast networks, all your podcast needs. So if you're sitting there and you're like, Chase, I really don't have time to sit in front of a computer for an hour and a half to two hours um, staring at your beautiful, smooth <laughs> face. Um, I've got great news. You can listen to my extraordinary voice um, and Josh's annoying voice. Uh, while you mow the lawn or while you're driving or whatever the case is. Um, and you can find the I-70 hot tag on Anchor, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, and Spotify. So, Absolutely. So, I, will, uh, I will agree with you, annoying-ass voice. I cannot stand to hear myself talk. So, can't. <laughs> That makes two of us, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, let's, let's work in reverse tonight. Why not? Um, while we're waiting on, while we're waiting on Derek Stone to uh, figure out his technical difficulties, um, we're going to, we already, we already went down the social medias. We will go over the social medias again at the end. Um, until the whole world follows CR media and the I 70 hot tag, I will continue to plug the social medias. Um, well, let's preview a future podcast show. Josh, it looks like June 30th. We have a, a very special guest coming on the I-70 hot tag. Yeah. Who is uh, who is that special guest? Um, it is a, if you guys remember, it is a actual reschedule. I uh, had this guy scheduled, um, I think, a week or two ago. Not exactly sure. Um, had a little, uh, difficulty in, uh, lining things up, but he is, he is, uh, ironed out a date for us, June 30th next week. Um, a man that has become very beloved in the Kansas city area. Uh, we are going to, we're going to sit down with the best pizza chef, Luigi Primo next week. Extremely excited for that one. Uh, absolutely. He's a, he's a very fun, uh, fun gimmick. And uh, extremely into that character, and uh, you know, fans eat it up every time, and I as do I. <clears throat> um, so, super excited to talk to Luigi. Absolutely, um, he is the best uh, pizza maker. Absolutely. So, um, and then, as far as uh, so, that's our show for June thirtieth. Here, let's uh, let's do this. Yeah, yeah. Josh, you want to? Josh, you want to introduce and see uh, see what we see what we got going on here? Introduce Mr. Stone. Yeah, so we got uh, we got Derek Stone, uh, WLW veteran Derek Stone. Uh, we'll go ahead and bring him in. Can you bring? Him hey, in? there we go. Hey, hey holy cow! <laughs> Listen, this is a learning experience for you guys. 
uh, when you do uh, technical things with octogenarians like myself, you're going to have some problems. <laughs> so we probably should have started the interview at about uh, 6.30 my time, 7.30. <laughs> so I think, I think we got it now. We're good. I'm so sorry about that. I don't know what was going on. I could hear you guys, but you couldn't hear me. And uh, yeah, it was a a mess. So no, no worries, Derek. We, like I said, we actually, uh, we actually had the issue with Ryan, the infinite. Um, And that was, and that was what would happen with Ryan. Ryan was on his phone and he actually, he had to use a pair of headphones because there's, it's, it's something with the browser on your phone. Won't allow permission to the microphone. Unless a headset's plugged in, or uh, I don't know, it's yeah, it's technology. It's only it's only awesome when it works, right? I was just about ready to get a piece of paper and just write out answers for you and hold it up to the camera. So. <laughs> that would have uh, that would have made my night. So, <laughs> <laughs> how are you guys? Thanks for having me on. By the way, I appreciate it. Absolutely, Derek. Yeah, the the pleasure is all ours. Um, we are super super excited to have you on. Um, you know, want to want to just chit chat with you about your experiences in the business, perfect. Um, and then chat with you about what you got going on and and your current ventures in WLW. So, awesome, man! Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so to start it off, Derek, I, I would just ask, who is Derek Stone? Oh, uh, it depends on what day of the week we're talking about, I guess. Uh, uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm a, I'm a guy who's really passionate and I'm a, a guy I'd say that's very lucky. Uh, I've made a lot of my own luck, but I, I'd say, uh, uh the, the things that I'm kind of like that, uh, Edie Brickell song, you know, I'm not aware of too many things. I know what I know. If you know what I mean, like that's me pretty much, you know, I, I only talk about things that I, uh, I know about and the rest I make up. There you go. Uh, yeah. I've, I've always been told, uh, fake it, fake it until you make it. That's so. it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, what can you tell us about how you got into professional wrestling, Derek? You know, um, it's, uh, it's just something I literally, uh, always wanted to do. You know, uh, I grew up, uh, I'm in Denver right now. I'm actually, uh, uh, got a couple of shows out here before I head back, uh, into Missouri. Um, and I, we're big AWA fans out here, you know, and the AWA was real big out here. So uh, ever since I can remember, I was watching, you know, my first favorite wrestlers were like Sergeant Slaughter, Jerry Blackwell, the Ganyas, you know, uh, Jim Brunzel, all, all of that, that stuff, you know. So it's just one of those things that I always wanted to do. And uh, luckily, when I started, I mean, it was um, it's kind of a difficult business to get into. Now it's like everybody wants you to get into the business back then. Uh, and I'm talking early 90s. People didn't, you know, they, they wanted you to quit, you know, or, or not be not be a part of the club. You had to really prove yourself. So. Uh, I just, I got into it just as, um, I was a football player and athlete all through school. And, uh, my plan was that I was going to play in the NFL. And then when I was done in the NFL, I was going to, uh, you know, uh, give it a shot in uh, wrestling. I was a really good football player. I was, but, um, I just kind of got to the point where one, I, I hated going to school and I, I just, it, it changed for me once I got into and started playing college football. So I just wanted to uh, just start wrestling. So I started looking around everywhere for wrestling schools. And, and back then you really couldn't find a whole lot of them. And uh, my dad actually helped me, but like looking in the back of like muscle and fitness and muscular development and iron uh, man magazines, you know, they'd have, they'd have ads for like wrestling school or, Hey, do you want to get into this? And, and um, I just started calling around and trying to get a hold of, anybody I could with any information about wrestling school. And, you know, 
I said earlier that I, I'm lucky. Uh, little did I know, I, I was actually really lucky. Every person that I talked to, if I would any wrestling school that I was seriously talking to, if I would have went to any of them, I, I would have been a, a, a capable wrestler and not been ripped off and been able to do a lot of things. So, I, um, and lots of folks don't have that experience, you know? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, you know, during our preparation for, for the show, we kind of did a little bit of research and, and some of your match history, you know, we, we've seen you've been in the ring with, you know, some of the greats, you know, Jake Roberts, Hunter Helmsley, go ahead. I was just okay. going to say, you, you, you've been in the ring with, you know, the greats like those, Jerry Lawler, Dusty Rose, the list goes on. You know, I was just going to ask you, you know, at the plethora of guys you've wrestled both in the, you know, WWF and in the local promotions here in Missouri, Kansas, and Colorado, who would you say is your toughest opponent you've wrestled against? Oh, toughest. I, I, I mean, I suppose, uh, I, I guess that, that depends on how you mean tough, you know, um, uh, I would say probably the match that I learned the most from, I got an opportunity. Um, I learned pretty fast. You know, got into the wrestling business. I went to Charlie Fulton's wrestling school and I just absorbed everything, right? Every, anything that I could. So, uh, I mean, I was wrestling five days a week. I had my first match, which was WWF television after four months. You know, I, I was, I was really pushed it really hard and I kind of thought I was pretty good, you know, and I'd been working, uh, for a while. And I got an opportunity uh, back uh, with a guy that used to do a lot of military bases and, and he would do a lot of these big, like two or three week tours. And I was on this tour. I, I don't remember how I met him, but I was on this tour kind of being the opening match guy. And I, I felt really lucky because everybody else on the card was a name that you'd heard of. Um, and one of the guys, I think it was, it might've been Sam Houston didn't show up for the tour or he was having some personal problems or something like that. So I went from being the guy that worked twice a night to being a guy that worked three times a night. And, uh, somehow I got to be the main event on a couple matches with Greg, the hammer Valentine was my tag team partner. And we worked with the Freebirds, Michael Hayes and Terry Gordy. And, uh, I would say, I don't know if there was a tough match because they were all over 45 minutes long. And of those 45 minutes, Greg, Greg Valentine was in the match for about two of those minutes. <laughs> uh, you know, so I, I really, I would say as far as learning on the job and being tough and uh, was working with like Terry Gordy and, and Michael Hayes. And uh, I'll tell you what they say about, Michael Hayes's left hand, those things are true. That was, that was pretty rough. So, um, but I, you know, it was kind of like, I felt like I had on the job training. I, I'm a, I'm a lucky guy. I'm a, uh, I think people, um, realize that it's easier to work with me than against me. And, uh, I, I can make people look really good and I want to work really hard. So, um, a lot of folks, uh, you know, I, I get kind of the benefit of the doubt and I, and I get put in positions where, uh, you know, I can see it, see if I can handle it or not. And luckily most of the time I've been able to handle it. I, uh, to kind of piggyback off of that, Derek, you know, um, this is our 11th episode. Um, and I think when we started, we started, you know, getting guests going, uh, what Josh, probably our second or third episode. Yep. Um, and you know, I know Josh had reached out to you and Derek ever since, 
you know, you and Josh had made that connection. It's funny because we have heard uh, enormous amounts of great things about you from the people we've interviewed um, and, nice. and people we've met. Uh, and I guess my question for you is, you know, do you, what do you think that, that credits to? You know, obviously, you know, in the wrestling business, you know, humility is not a <laughs> yeah. not, especially, you know, no, no offense, but especially to an older group of guys, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but uh, I mean, like I said, Derek, I mean, that speaks volumes, uh, I think, to you and your character and, you know, to have so many people come out and go, oh, yeah, Derek, you know, say amazing things about you so far. Well, I, you know, I pay a lot of people off. So there's that. Um, <laughs> so, um, you know, no, I, I honestly, I, I just, I just treat people the way I want to be treated, you know, and I have a lot of respect for the wrestling business and I have a lot of respect for like, if I'm going to tell somebody uh, something that I saw in their match that maybe wasn't great, or maybe they could fix or whatever. First of all, I don't ever necessarily volunteer that if you, but if you ask me, I'm going to give you my honest opinion. And I think people know, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not, telling you anything just to get over on you. I'm not trying to make you look bad. I'm going to say, this is what I think. And this is why I think that, uh, again, like I said, I, I only speak on stuff that I, I really know about. So I'm only going to tell you what I think if I, if it's really what I think. So I try to just be as genuine as I, as I can. And, you know, and I've just been a humble person. I, I sort of have this attitude of, uh, that's kind of helped me succeed in just in life really. Is it like, all these things that people say, well, this is a, this was a really great thing you did. I, I expect to do those things. So I don't ever think of them that as, wow, I've done things that no, no other person in my family has done or, or this or that, or it's, that's, I'm supposed to do those things. You know what I mean? Um, Absolutely. you know, my, my brother, uh, before he died, you know, he was an admiral in the Navy. Like he, he, is a guy, he's not all that impressed by me. You know what I mean? He's got some things that, that, uh, he, he's got his own stuff. Right. So it was a kind of come from that background where it's like, you're, you're doing the best that you can and, uh, and, and just be proud of that. And I do that for myself. So I don't really feel like I have the need to, to get over on anybody. I, I mean, maybe that's it, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, we've, um, oh, we've heard a, we've heard a few people say, you know, um, you know, rising tides lifts all lifts all boats, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Absolutely, that's definitely true. I think that's true. Um, and you know, ultimately, it's it's just I really like wrestling. I always, I wouldn't be, you know, I'm going to be 50 years old on Saturday, so I wouldn't still be doing it if I if I didn't really enjoy it. You know what I mean? So I right. want things to go well. No, and I, really, and it's, it's just I really like yeah. wrestling. Sorry. <laughs> there I am. <laughs> so yeah i guess that's it um i hope that answers the question yeah absolutely um you know we uh i just like i said wanted to bring that up because we we had just heard a lot of great things about it Derek. so well thanks you know and uh, um it's funny I, i'm gonna sort of brag here um uh, like people will come up to me and they'll say, Hey, I just wanted to let you know that back in, you know, whatever, 98, you helped me out with this or you did this, or you, I don't know if you realize you were, you were the second match I ever had, you know, and you really took care of me. And like, I don't necessarily, I just sort of treat people like that, but it's nice to hear those things. You know, it's like, Hey, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have been, 
I would have never got a match in Kansas City. Or I never would have, you know, and so those things, those make me feel good just because I, you know, I try to be as genuine as I can. And I, people have given me lots of opportunities, you know, and it's, it's always up to me to, to sink or swim. So if I'm in a position where I can do that for anybody else, I'll say, yeah, if I can get you a shot, I'll get you a shot. And then you see, see what you do with it, you know? Absolutely. There you go. There you go. So, um, you know, you were a former NWA Central States champion. Yeah, longest and, in history, I guess. That's what I hear. I don't know that that's true, but that's what I, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, you're up. You're definitely up there. I mean, you you've had you've had more you know longer reigns than guys like Harley Race, Bulldog yeah. Bob Brown. Hey, believe me, believe me. When Harley was alive, I let him know that uh, all the time. <laughs> that's awesome. Of course, he said he would always come back with, uh, "Yeah, how many world championships do you have?" Uh, yeah, I don't have any. <laughs> and I never will. So, <laughs> yeah. so you know, t- tell us, uh, tell us what that what that run was like for you to have that uh, longest title reign. It was actually really cool, and it's a it's actually a cool story I hadn't thought about in a while. So, um, years of years back, the NWA was kind of dead. You know, there wasn't really a lot. Uh, there were guys that were almost like franchises. You know what I mean? This guy ran the NWA Southwest. This guy ran NWA Central States. This guy ran the Northeast or whatever, trying to bring things back. And I had a good friend, a promoter, and a great guy, Ed Schumann, who was passed on now. Um, he was kind of the guy that was in charge of the central States area. And he said, Hey, I'm thinking about doing this thing. And, and I want to bring back the central States title. And of course me being around Kansas city, I was like, yeah, I'm all for it. You know? So he said like, why don't we see if we can set up, uh, you know, some kind of a match where we bring that back. And, um, then like if you wouldn't mind like any of the bookings that you take you're going to be the central stage champion so any of my other bookings that i had i would say hey by the way i I also have this central stage title and if you you know you can book that on the show and and a lot of you know people jumped all over it so i did this like fatal four-way matchup and it was uh me and a guy named grizz uh mr saturday night michael berry if you guys know him and uh a, a guy who i think is one of the absolute best uh, to be in the ring and, uh, and he's still going, he's, uh, older than I am. The night train, Gary Jackson out of St. Louis, who's fantastic. He's still great. And, yes. um, so we, we, uh, had the match. I won that. And then I started kind of just taking that central States title everywhere I could, you know? And then from there, I kind of got the responsibility of like, Ed would say, can you find some tag teams around any of these shows? Are these guys, are there guys that are worth, being the Midwest tag team champions or is there, you know, so he was really trying to build the brand and it, it, it sucks that he had, he died sort of before this sort of new resurgence of the NWA kind of came through. Cause he was really a guy that really pushed, uh, he was out of Chicago, really pushed to do things uh, in the Midwest, you know? And as far as carrying that title, uh, I, I loved it. You know, uh, and I wish I would have had more pictures with it, but it, it's uh, I'm a, I'm big on wrestling history. So I always tried to take care of that and, and, and tried to represent it as much as I could. And I actually got an opportunity to wrestle one of my favorite matches for that. And I, I got to wrestle Dusty Rhodes in probably one of his last matches. Um, and that was a blast. You know, it was an absolute blast. And uh, after the match, you know, of course, he him and Harley go way back, you know, and I was a Harley guy uh, then. And um, we just talked and I did a promo and I was talking to him about 
you know, that he'd never worn the central States title and all the greats. At, and I started naming off all these guys. And he said, you, you know, you just about cracked me up because you're bringing up names like Mr. Pogo and Sonny Myers and all these guys that I hadn't thought about in like 30 years. And he was like, you know, this kid really knows his stuff, you know, so it made me feel really good, you know, plus the match for Dusty being as physically limited as he was still to this day, one of my favorite uh, matches I've ever had. Again, just like working with the Freebirds, that was like a uh, masterclass. You know what I mean? Here I'm, I'm, I'm starting to think something isn't working right. It's not working right. And he's like, now nah, hang on, hang on. Oh, and then boom. Oh, all, all of a sudden, you know, here we are and it's going crazy. And people think this seven year old man is getting ready to kill me, you know, and it was, it was fantastic. I, I really look, look very fondly with that match, you know? Uh, absolutely. Um, I, I did want to point out, we did have a chatter who uh, wanted to wish you happy early birthday, Derek. I appreciate uh, that. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, let's talk a little bit about world league wrestling. Okay. So, you were the second uh, WLW champion. And I was. You've held, yeah. you've held that title a total of five times. Wow. Um, what? <laughs> I, I really, I had no idea. That's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, just uh, you know, tell us what that's like working working in WLW and Troy, and uh, you know, work for working for Harley and now Leland and. Yeah, well, let me tell you. So working for Harley was a great experience and and getting the opportunity to run his wrestling school when he first started was was great for me. And the one thing that's great about Harley is, is um, uh, I have been again talking about being fortunate. I trained with Charlie Fulton, who's fantastic, a great trainer, a great teacher. Uh, I spent a ton of time with Harley, uh, just learning things from Harley and then like Skandar Akbar, one of the best managers in the business. Like, so I, I have been so lucky and blessed to have people like that help me out and like being around harley uh you learn how to be a main eventer you know what i mean you're not just a wrestler when you're around harley harley race was the main event everywhere he went you know what i mean so you yeah. learn from him there and and that attitude sort of rubs off on you on how you how you treat yourself you know and how you treat like oh, i'm not a, i'm i'm the man around here and not, i'm not a cocky person but I, you know, makes you hold your head up a little bit higher because you know what you're, you're going through and you know, you're, you know, and all of that. So, uh, to represent Harley was, was great. It was a lot of hard work. And, and one thing that I'll say about Harley, and I always tell people about this because Harley was a friendly guy and a real nice guy to a lot of people. And especially as he got older, um, the, the best thing that Harley ever did is I, I'm a, I'm a friendly person and I get along well with people, but I will certainly tell you what's on my mind. And that doesn't, you know, it, it rubs people the wrong way sometimes, you know, but uh, again, it's not ever done out of malice. And, I, you know, Harley fired me like three times, you know, um, but I would still see him around. I was still doing WWF television. I was still doing dark matches for those guys. And he was always there. And uh, never once, even though we had had personal disagreements or whatever, he always treated me very, very well when he was ever in a spot where he needed a certain person to work with. Uh, an out of town guy that maybe was a difficult person to work with for a student or something like that. He always called me. So, uh, it's the, how he treated me when we weren't getting along really told me a lot more about him than when, when things were good, you know, it's when everybody's agreeing with, with you, it's easy to be real nice, but when you're like a problem and he still treated me with respect and, and never once did he, you know, say, oh, you shouldn't use this guy. You shouldn't know. He, he always would 
have people call me that called him looking for me and all that. He always, you know, so nothing but respect for, for, for him there. Uh, working for him was great. I loved, I loved the attitude of, of kind of this grassroots. Uh, you know, when, when we first started running shows, he was running three a week, you know, and we were doing lots of stuff all throughout Missouri, Iowa, and those shows were really great. And they, uh, the thing I like about Harley is that he had his way of doing things. And that's how, uh, that's how they, they do them still, they still do them that way, you know? So, uh, there are times when things would be a little easier, maybe if you did them a different way, but that's not the Harley race way. So you, you don't do it. And Leland is, is the same way, you know? And I'll say this, um, Leland race is a guy who, uh, I have a lot of respect for. He, he is, uh, sort of grown up and kind of like realized what the business is all about and, and realized how to treat talent and realized how maybe when he was younger, he was a little bit of a hothead and, and didn't handle things the way he should. And now he does, you know, he's learned from those things and he still as a guy who is definitely committed to the, you know, what WLW means. So it's nice to be around somebody like that. And I think, honestly, that's probably one of the reasons that they like having me around is it's, I'm a little bit of a reminder. Guys like myself, guys like Steve Fender, you know, who uh, John Webb, guys that have kind of been through there for a long time and uh, and kind of keeping that legacy alive. And, you know, WLW is doing great. We're on television in 12 different markets, you know, we're, we're, we're doing well. There's every, you know, just about every show in the past year and a half or so uh, after they opened up has been a sellout at the race arena. So, I mean, things are yeah. going well people really respond and, and the folks that, that maybe you haven't seen it, you haven't made your way to Troy, Missouri, you should go to the show in Kansas city and, uh, and check it out. Cause it is, you know, a lot of folks talk about being old school and having a certain attitude of, of, of how they do their shows. This is the real deal. This is, I'm not knocking anybody else. I'm just saying this is what that is. So go see it, you know? Absolutely. For sure. Yeah, so you know, we, we did a little bit, like I said, we I you know made that video for you, kind of promoting the show. Yeah, um, there was a lot of a lot of videos of you, of you and and your your manager, Malice Mayhem. Yeah, yeah, so, and burrito. Don't forget the dog. Yeah, uh, <laughs> for sure. A dog is bigger than both of us. A dog gets over <laughs> way better than both of us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, so what? You know, I just wanted to ask you what kind of what was your relationship with um, you know your malice and how you know your working relationship with her and how you guys got paired up. Oh, uh, we just you know we're we're really really close, and uh, I was saw an opportunity, and you know I'll, I'll give her this, okay? So a lot of folks say, well, because we're close, uh, her and I, that that that's how she got her position in WLW. Let me tell you, she went to every WLW show and helped out, and was there for over a year before she even got on any of those shows. So you know the rumors of I just made a phone call or something and said, hey, you should put her on as my manager. That didn't happen. It never happened, you know, and then the burrito thing that she just got a dog who's adorable and said, I can't leave him home. Can we, can we maybe bring him with us? And I'm like, yeah, of course, you know, and, uh, it's, <laughs> it's worked out really well. Uh, and she's, uh, it's, it's, I like working with a manager. I've been lucky and I've worked with a couple of fantastic managers, you know, uh, Skandar Akbar, like I said, I mentioned earlier, one of the best ever, and she's great. And it, uh, it, it allows me to, to free me up to do other things, you know? So if I know that she's, you know, talking to people and heckling folks and, and all of that, then I can, it can free me up to think about other things. So I, I like it. And I think we really play well off of each other. And I think it's been an element that's helped 
not only in WLW, but other places that we've, we've, we've been, you know, and, uh, there aren't a lot of, uh, female managers in, in wrestling in, in the Midwest that I, that I've seen not a whole lot, you know, so it's, it's been fun. She's doing a great job. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, this Saturday night, um, yeah. WLW comes to Kansas city, your birthday, you're going to be in the heavyweight match. Yeah, my birthday. Yeah, exactly. Your birthday. There you go. Um, so you're being the the championship match against uh, champion Moses the Deliverer. Yeah, um, yeah. So what can you tell us about Moses and what? How do you want, uh, how do you want me see? to answer this? <laughs> you want you want me to tell you how I really feel, or do you want me to tell you what uh, Derek Stone would say? Uh, uh, you 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 do how you feel, Derek. Well, um, all right. You know if if you if if you want to shoot with us first. Um, and then, uh, and then cut a, and then cut a promo. Um, you, you go right ahead, man. Sure. Well, you know, he did steal that title from me and he's sort of been, uh, I know I'm the uncrowned champion. People know that obviously they know that. Um, but truthfully, uh, I have got to say, I wrestled Moses, um, like, uh, maybe one of his first or second matches there in WLW this, I mean, quite a while, two years ago, maybe or so. And he has just gotten so much better. He works really hard. Everything that he has, he's, he deserves that. You know, he's worked uh, to just continue to get better. Um, he was a guy that even before I, I had worked with him, I'd see, I'd see him wrestle a match. And the first thing he would do would come back and ask Leland, or then he'd come talk to Steve Fender, and then he'd come talk to me about, hey, did you did you happen to watch? What can I do better? How can I do this? Was this okay? You know, and uh, without being prompted to do that, he just really enjoys getting better and wanting to do better. And the, the success that he's been having is is not a surprise to me. Uh, he's a guy that uh, I think is going to do well. Uh, let's get this straight. He's got a horrible body. He needs to work out. He's in. He just looks you know, skinny fat kind of dope, but his actual like in-ring ability and his attitude, terrific. You know, he's, he's, he's going to be somebody that you're going to be seeing for a long time. And I'm, I'm happy that, that he is um, not only doing the stuff that he's been doing, uh, you know, in WLW, but you've seen him on AEW, you know, he's seen, he's traveling all over. He was just in Canada. You know, that stuff is, that's how you get better. You got to, you know, got to widen your horizons a little bit. And, and work hard and that's exactly what he's doing so i mean i could i could uh get on here and and just spew off a bunch so i'll save that for the show he's a he's a class kid you know for sure fantastic so you know as we kind of wind this down a little bit um you know what what would what would you what advice would you give to a young aspiring professional wrestler just breaking into the business Oh uh, yeah. Quit and go back to school. That's what I would tell you. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I would say just work hard, you know, get the thing is like, you got to get as much ring time as you can. And, um, uh, I, I always, I, I was just at Rocky mountain pro, which I, I'm out here now. And these are guy, other guys that I, I just love working for out here. Every time I've been home in Colorado and I've been working for these guys are having a big 12 year anniversary show tomorrow. So they've been running some great shows out here in Colorado for a long time. And I, I, Every, anytime I'm in town, I pop by and I, you know, maybe get a match here or there, or I talk, you know, help train or something like that. And uh, I was just trying to remind some of the students and it's kind of the same thing. Uh, I had a lift. I've been lucky again. Like uh, I said, I worked out with some great people and, and one of my favorite lifting partners was, was a woman who uh, 
won a silver medal in the Pan Am Games in weightlifting. You know what I mean? And she's uh, she's fantastic. She's really one of the best I'd ever seen. And every day, uh, she would use a PVC pipe and practice her lifts. Right, practice what she was doing for a good half an hour to make sure every one of those reps was was perfect. Not just good. You know, here's somebody who didn't quote need to do that. She was already an Olympic level athlete, right? But why, how did she get there? Well, she got that way because she did those things every day. I mean, and I'm, I'm talking every single workout, right? So, you know, not, not that you have to have that sort of level of dedication for a lot of things, but it's, it's really just learn your foundation, get your foundation and continue to work hard and just continue to do. I mean, you know, I, there are days when I felt like quitting because I just couldn't get an elbow drop right or something. And I just had to just keep doing it. And I was lucky enough to be around people who were, you know, didn't have, weren't trying to get over on me just say, Nope, that's not right. Do it again. No, do it again. Do it again. Do it again. And, uh, it just kept, you know, it, it just kept me kind of on my toes. And then one day just things were easy. You know what I mean? Like it, I just worked on my basics and just kept going and getting in the ring everywhere I can. And, you know, didn't matter where it was. I took every match that I could. And I always learned from something, you know, even if it wasn't quote a, a cool hip indie, and it was just a guy that I, I worked with an old timer at a County fair somewhere. I learned something, you know, I got better because I was in the ring and you're only going to get better in the ring. You're not going to get better, you know, sitting at home on your couch. Right. So that's, uh, you know, that's kind of where I'm at with that. Absolutely. You know, that's, that's what I would tell anybody. And I guess that's probably the same advice I would, uh, you know, give anybody. Of course, if you can sleep with the boss's daughter, that might help you too. I, I don't know. I mean, I, there's more than one way to skin a cat. That's not a dig at somebody who sleeps with the boss's daughter, by the way, that particular person, <laughs> that particular person also treated me very, very well. So that's absolutely not a dig. Okay. <laughs> understandable but i i would agree with you uh, <laughs> so it's funny you mentioned rocky mountain pro mm -hmm. um you know it's it's crazy that uh you know with today's technology i mean you know back when you very first got started derek i couldn't you know i couldn't send you a letter and be like Hey, Derek, you want to come on my radio show? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, right? Yeah. Um, so nowadays, uh, you know, it's crazy because, you know, there's so much social media, so much technology involved with, you know, um, so with Rocky Mountain Pro, uh, Yaden, he yeah. streams on he streams on Twitch, mm -hmm. um, which is something, you know, I, I work from home. So I spend a lot of my time, you know, frequent uh, frequency, you know, frequent, you know, wrestlers twitches and and kind of hanging out in their communities, uh, you know, sledge, um, yeah. uh, who used to be, yeah. Who used to be ROH, uh, you know, yeah. he's, he's good friends with Yaden. Yeah. Um, yep. and, and Yaden is, uh, Yaden is another guy that we've, you know, uh, Dak Draper, um, yeah. you know, told me, uh, told me the other day that, that Yaden trained him. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and he's, like I said, he's another guy that we've heard great things about. Um, so, it's uh you know it's funny you bring up Rocky Mountain Pro. It's a the, the, it's a labor of love. I mean, I'll tell you, Matt is a guy that has worked really really hard, um, and he doesn't get enough credit from a lot of people. He gets a lot of 
it gets a lot of BS from people. And sometimes it's, look, it's hard to carry 30 people on your back all the time. And him being the guy that's got to make it or break it, you know, uh, I, he's in a, a, a position I wouldn't ever want to be in, you know, that's for sure. But, um, the, yeah, it's been great. They've got the Wimmer arena, which is named after, uh, a, one of their refs, a beloved guy who, uh, Jeremy, who, who just passed on. Um, so it's, a, he's really got a lot of really nice things uh, going out here and I enjoy working out here any chance I get, you know, and, and I always have, I, I was on the very first, uh, Rocky mountain pro show, which back then it was called N NRW. So, you know, I've been, my history with those guys goes back a, a long way too. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I, uh, um, Denver or not Denver, but, uh, you know, I haven't spent a lot of time in Denver, but Colorado Springs is probably one of my favorite places to be. It's really pretty down there for sure. You know, um, yeah, it's, a, and, uh, they've got some great wrestling down there too, as well. So, uh, Colorado's uh, doing, doing well. I, I'm happy to see everybody here, uh, you know, getting some work. And, and I always tell these folks here in Colorado, like, look, you've got some great, people out here uh you've got primos and you've got rocky mountain pro and you've got colorado springs wrestling and you've got four corners and all these guys are about an hour away from where where you live you know if you live in the denver metro area i would have killed to only have to drive an hour when i first started you know what i mean for to, to, to work for four different promotions you know or whatever so so yeah it's 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 good i'm happy to see them doing so well all of them absolutely um so Derek, the, uh, next question I would ask you uh -huh. is, uh, do you have a, a spot on social media you'd like for us to share where anybody can reach you at, you know, whether it's for booking reasons, uh, you know, for events or, or you or, know, don't, you know, don't two, book me. Two... no more bookings. I'm tired. <laughs> I need to take a nap. Really? I've been real busy lately. So no, yeah. don't call me. Um, no, no uh, get a hold of get a hold of my Facebook page. That would be that's probably the the thing I check the most, you know. And uh, so I would say I would go with there. You can also check my my Instagram, but uh, really my Instagram is just the leftover stuff from the Facebook page. So you know, I'm not as active on things as I should probably be. But no. hey, that's how we that's how we got this book is through Instagram. So yeah, absolutely, yeah. Sure, You're definitely sure. checking enough for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> And so, we, uh, we will definitely be, uh, you know, I, I know I will be, I don't, I don't, I don't want to speak for Josh. Uh, you know, we're, we're very good friends, uh, off camera. Um, and Josh, uh, Josh has a very busy life right now. He, uh, um, he, he started a family a little later, so he's got, um, he's got three kids under the age oh of three my. right now. Wow. Um, <laughs> and, uh, all my kids are, my youngest is 10. So Jeez. all my kids, okay. you know, yes. So, uh, I, I'm, I'm able to, I'm, I'm able to escape the, escape the den a little bit more than Josh is right sure, now. So sure. I, uh, I don't want to speak for Josh, but I will definitely be making it out to WLW in Kansas. Well, that's City, awesome. So. Yeah. I think you're really going to enjoy it every time, you know, we, we don't, uh, these days they don't tour a whole lot. So he kind of saves it up for a couple of shows that he does like the house show thing. And I think you're going to uh, have some real good surprises there and you're going to enjoy the, the show. And, and if you haven't seen a WLW show, you're going to see some, some young guys. I think everybody that's on their roster right now, that's a younger guy. They're all guys that are going to stick around. You're going to be hearing big things from them. You know, there's, there's uh, guys like, um, uh, Raheem De La Suede, who I love, you know, he's, he's a great guy. Yep. Moses, like I, I talked too much, 
I've said too many nice things about Moses, so I'm not going to say any more. But uh, and guys like uh, that, I had a, a big hand in training uh, Kenny Alfonso, who I love. You know, he's a great young Absolutely. guy. Absolutely. Uh, Luke Anthony uh, is going to be fantastic. Yep. Luke Anthony is already really fun to watch and he's had like three matches you know he's really good and uh leland race of course always consistent steve fender uh guys that you know just to say on record steve fender is the best uh wrestler to come around the midwest in the last 20 years i think i still think he he, he still is fantastic you know and a guy that guys can learn from and uh, so if you get a chance, ever get a chance to go see him, whether it's uh, a WLW or New Breed or any of the stuff around the Midwest, you should go see him for sure. Absolutely. Uh, I was going to say, we are definitely uh, huge Kenny Alfonso fans. Me too. Uh, here, Me on the, too. here on the ice. So uh, I'm a big uh, fan of him. And, and uh, of course, uh, I don't know. I can't. I don't know if he's on this show, but my favorite new young guy is Camaro Jackson. You know, fantastic talent. Absolutely. I uh, love both of those guys. They did yep. a... Um, they were they started uh with me in the nwl and, and one time they used to always talk to me about being black you know that i was the blackest man in the office i don't know what that means but it, it was and they did a <laughs> they did a parody about that and and they and they filmed a thing where i got my 23 and me results and i was 94 percent african-american and like six percent something else and it was always really really fun so i've always had a really special place for both of those guys, you know, they always make me laugh. So, and they're, and they're That's, both guys that are really, really talented. I'm happy to see them both doing so well, you know? Absolutely. That's, that's awesome. I, <laughs> I love that. So that, uh, sure. that, that got me, that, that made me pop really big. So, <laughs> so uh, so Derek, the la last thing we got for you, we, we ask every, uh, every guest to do this. Okay. If you can, if you can turn it on, get into Derek Stone character. And oh. we'd, a, we'd ask you just to say, this is, uh, this is Derek Stone, and you're watching the I-70 Hot Tag. WLW World Heavyweight Champion Derek Stone. And you are watching the I-70 Hot Tag. And I don't know what the hell that means, but these guys are going to be around for a long, long time. Long, 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 long time. Love Is it. That right? <laughs> Absolutely. That That's was fast. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, appreciate you joining us, Derek. I really do. Um, we had a blast. Um, you know, thanks for taking the time out to uh, sit oh, down absolutely. And I'm so sorry about all the technical trouble in the okay. beginning of the show. I have no idea what the hell is going on. So, but thank you very much. Absolutely, Derek. Uh, anytime, you know, like I said, technology is fantastic when it works. Um, you know, I, I, I like to think I know my way around technology and I still spoof shit up every once in a while. So. <laughs> there you go. Well, God, I don't feel so bad. Thanks. Absolutely. Derek, uh, appreciate you, sir. Um, we've got, a we've got a, uh, a Kyle McGuire in here who, uh, definitely agreed that, uh, WLW has some good talent. Uh, he said, uh, classic stone for you. Uh, and then we have a we have a, a young lady named uh, Jess Gray uh, who's watching us on Twitch. Um, she was talking about uh, you know Rocky Mountain Pro and all the other wrestlers who uh, who stream on Twitch as well. Um, so definitely uh, definitely had a lot of fun tonight, Derek. And uh, definitely, uh, definitely plan on having you on again in the future. So you guys are doing a great job, man. Everybody wants to be on your show, so just keep it up, okay? I appreciate, appreciate it, Derek. It. Thank you. Sure.
All right. Take care, guys. All right. See, see you, buddy. Adios. Have a good night. Okay. Bye-bye. All right, guys. So as usual, that was uh, that was Derek Stone, um, WLW uh, wrestler, Midwest wrestling legend. We had a fantastic time uh, chit-chatting with him. Um, if you guys missed the interview, tough shit. You'll, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm just yeah, kidding. Not. You can catch it. You, you'll catch it on the replay, but guys, as usual, right after we're done doing the interviews, we usually go to break for about three to five minutes. Um, and I'm reading a cue card here that my friend Josh has provided for me. that says three to five minutes. Um, Josh can go to hell. It's five minutes. Um, whether Josh likes it or not. Um, I need time to, I need time to take a shit and, uh, get a drink. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> screw your, screw your three minute break. Uh, so we're going to take five. Uh, and when we come back, we are going to break down, uh, CSW rise of an outlaw, the, an event I went to. And then we're also going to break down, uh, St. Louis anarchy dingo invitational. So when we get done with that, uh, or I mean, when we, uh, when we get back, um, we're going to start that. So guys, just bear with us. Stay with us for five minutes. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back after a quick break. As you can tell, I'm out of breath. Um, <laughs> right in the bathroom, huh? <laughs> right. So, um, you know, we, we didn't have a video to play for you guys this week. Um, you know, we're kind of working out some difficulties on these videos um every every time i turn around we're getting slapped with uh you know we're getting slapped with a, a copyright thing even though we're getting the music from a a royalty free copyright free website um <laughs> of course so we're going to take a couple of minutes here just to uh talk to you about not really some sponsorships but if you guys are in the kansas city area uh we we've got a few businesses we want to promote um, you know, obviously we're huge on promoting independent professional wrestling. So I'm also huge on promoting small businesses as well. Um, so one of the things, uh, you know, you might've seen it last, um, last I'm week. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Um, are you sure your screen? Oh <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Yep, yep. Um, yeah. So guys, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to read this as it is. This is what should have played over last week's um you know slideshow for you want a pizza me uh kansas city has a new name in the pizza game you want a pizza me is a kansas city's only pro wrestling themed pizza food truck it is located across from the black box theater in the west bottoms it's dedicated to serving delicious flame grilled pizzas named in homage to pro wrestling They've got they've got uh, the High Flyer, El Luchador, Greener Than Grass, and their newest bestseller, The Undertaker. Uh, regular and vegan options are available. Uh, they're also dedicated to getting you to eat your healthy vegetables with their selections of salads. Uh, look for the big man in the Luchador masks. You can follow them at You Want a Pizza Me KC on all social media platforms. Uh, Kansas City's a top pro wrestling city, and you want a pizza? Me is your spot for knockout top of the card pizza. Come get some. Absolutely. So if you guys uh, if you guys can see that, 
Um, it's uh, you want a pizza? Me, KC uh, is uh, is the at, or if you want to just look for you want a pizza? Me question mark. It is a food truck. Um, I would love to attest to the delicious food. I have not had the opportunity to get out and try it, but I am super super excited to. Um, I am off on Saturday. Um, you best believe on my way back to <laughs> Peculiar, Missouri, where I live, um, I will be uh, I will be stopping by uh, the You Want a Pizza Me truck and uh, grabbing some lunch or dinner, depending on how late I leave this place. Absolutely. Um, oh, just just to throw this out there, Con- uh, Connor's the owner there uh, in that picture. He uh, he graduated from Ray Peck with us. Um, not with us, but graduated from Ray Peck a couple years later. Really? Yep. He got he's got ties to both of us. Nice. I like that. Really? I like that a lot. Okay. That's badass, dude. I didn't know that. <laughs> yep. That is really badass. Um, so speaking of peculiar where I live, the next business we want to plug, um, local business is uh the peculiar winery which is literally right down the street from my house. Um, they are a local winery, ran uh, one of the owners, uh, Chris Goff, actually used to uh, help run Metro Pro Wrestling. Um, and, uh, and the winery is extremely popular. Uh, they do fantastic business. They are always busy, um, and they always have food trucks out there. Um, so we know two food trucks. I would love, 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 uh, to hit up the winery one night when you want to pizza me is there. Absolutely. So I, uh, win, win. Uh, yep. I, uh, I'm, I'm over here. I'm over here booking it already. So, <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, the peculiar winery, um, like I said, they're, uh, they're on the outer road, um, in peculiar Missouri. Uh, if you are in the Kansas City, Missouri area, I de- definitely highly, highly, highly recommend checking out uh, the peculiar. Um, it's a fantastic vibe. It's a, like a um, it's a barn dominium building. Uh, why didn't my screen not change? I went to the website. What is going on here? Ah, uh, you little Pinocchio. They uh, they also have a new summer wine called the Peculiar Rita. So make sure you guys uh, give that a try if you uh, are in the Peculiar Raymore area. Oh, there. Okay, there it is. That's what happened. There it is. Yep. Well, I opened up the website. So, but yeah, like I said, it's a really awesome building, guys. Uh, very um, gives you a lot. Of, God, I can't think of that. The the name. Uh, Magnolia Lane, I think. Magnolia mm-hmm. Lane with uh, Chip and Chip and Joanna. Uh, it's a barnuminium on the inside. It's it's got a great look. If you have not been, I highly recommend. Like I said, if you're in the Kansas City area and it's a little bit of a drive for you, um, it's it is definitely worth the drive. Um, when I lived in Blue Springs, we made the drive there a couple of times. Um, now I'm Wright Street. Um, I try not to embarrass myself. Um, uh, for those that don't know, Chase likes to get a little bit. Uh, Chase over overserves himself sometimes, and uh, I don't want to be the guy that, uh, especially Chris Goff, winds up kicking out. 
um, <laughs> because he's pa- because he's passed out on his toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be good. Wouldn't be good. No. Yeah, it go, wouldn't. Uh, it would not. Go hit them up, guys. Uh, and and like I said, go go say hi to Chris and tell us the i tell them the i seventy hot tag podcast sent you to the winery. Absolutely. Again, that not honestly not an official sponsor. Neither one of these are an official nope. sponsor. We're just uh you know we're just out here promoting local businesses. Absolutely. Um, you know if you if you want to look at a sponsorship, uh, you know. Um, the I 70 hot tag has an email address. We also, uh, you also can message us on social media. Um, but those two businesses that we promoted, um, we are not affiliated with in any way, shape or form. I did also want to take a small opportunity to promote another local business. Um, for those that don't know, uh, I do a, uh, a Kansas city chiefs. Um, I do a Kansas city chiefs podcast on Tuesday nights. Um, my partner who I do it with, uh, is starting a car detailing business. It's called love of my car. Uh, very, very, uh, very, very new. He just started this week. Um, so if you guys are in the Kansas city, Missouri, uh, area, and you guys are interested in getting your car detailed, hit up my friend, James Howe on Facebook. Um, he will get you taken care of. Uh, and that friend does it for our, um, our good deed for the day. Yeah. Our good deed for the day. Yeah. We've, we've done our one. A lot of, We're done a lot of great. Yep. Got a, got, got, got a lot of local businesses that we, uh, we just put over. So. Yeah. Speaking so, of, uh, speaking of, uh, putting over. Um, so here we are with CSW rise of an outlaw. Um, and this, uh, you know, uh, I've, I've mentioned on uh, a few occasions that I do not, um, do not want to make it seem like I favor CSW in any way, shape or form. Um, but CSW put on another fantastic event. Um, another great event. I will say that, uh, at this event, it was, uh, it was dark times. I would say, uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of the bad guys won. Um, so, uh, to kind of, kind of break this down, um, we started off the event with the CSW championship match between Jeremy Wyatt and Mike outlaw, the rematch from last month. Uh, for those that don't remember the, uh, match last month at strapped, uh, ended in a time limit draw. So they scheduled this match to be no time limit. Um, and that's why they started off the event. They wanted to start off the event and let it go as long as it could um, until there was a winner. And uh, Mike Outlaw pulled out all the stops in this match, guys. Um, he even performed a pile driver himself on Jeremy Wyatt, um, but it wasn't enough. And uh, Jeremy Wyatt scored the pinfall victory. After the match, however, um, Jeremy Wyatt grabbed the microphone, um, you know, ran his mouth about how, you know, everybody thought Mike outlaw would win and, and, uh, you know, he retained the championship again. And Jeremy Wyatt said that he was in such a good mood that he would be willing to defend his championship one more time tonight. 
and he left it open for an open challenge. Uh, music hit, and there was a gentleman who came through the crowd wearing an AEW hoodie. And when he got in the ring, he turned wide around and he took the hood off, and it was Ace Steel, uh, the former Second City Saint himself. Um, and Jeremy Wyatt thought he was going to play the foundation card. Um, for those that don't know, Ace, uh, Ace used to be in a stable called the foundation, um, with, uh, Michael Strider and Jeremy Wyatt. And so Wyatt tried to play that card and Ace told him, Nope, I want that championship and, uh, challenged him and we, uh, we were off to the races. So the next match um, is kind of kind of weird because there's there's these two young guys in CSW um, who are in the Kansas City metro area, uh, Campbell Myers and SK Bishop. They go by the premier. Um, and it's weird because they were introduced as the world's most dangerous tag team. And that's weird because that sounds <clears throat> awfully familiar to another tag team that runs rampant in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know why I don't know why they thought that that name was <laughs> was okay was cool. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. was cool for them to use, but um, you know, uh, the the premiere uh, came out to a lot of booze as they should. Um, Nash and McGregor uh, were the two guys they faced. They uh, they were two big Irish dudes, and they were huge. Um, it was very fun to watch them wrestle. Uh, if they'd have had some, if they'd have had some face paint on, uh, they'd have reminded me of the War Raiders or the Viking Raiders. Sorry. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, they were they were very fun to watch. Um. The, there was a gentleman uh, a couple rows next to me uh, who was very, very, very much into um, the P-Boys chant. Uh, so um, with, with, the, with the huge, huge help of my 10-year-old son, um, we, uh, we, got a, we got a P-Boys chant started. And, uh, and the crowd loved it. So, um, and the two guys, Nash and McGregor, loved it too. They didn't have a clue what was going on. They have no idea of the backstory. Um, if you're if you're not on Twitter, if you don't follow the premiere on Twitter, you have no idea what the P Boys is. Um, but obviously, the guy that helped us get the chance started did, and my son loved it. Um, if you've ever taken a ten year old kid to a wrestling event, um, it is quite the experience. So uh, I was the guy that evening with the annoying kid that wouldn't shut up, and I loved every minute of it. So. Um, in fact, Dallas Cade was, uh, sitting at the, uh, sitting at the table as the, uh, the timekeeper and the bell ringer. And, uh, I think, uh, I, I think, uh, I think Dallas was, was about this close to, <laughs> to just walking because Dimitri was, Dimitri was probably four feet away from him, maybe five, the whole night, the whole night. and Dimitri didn't stop at all. He kept going and going and going, and I loved it, man. It was awesome. That's fantastic. So, yeah. uh, 
I can't imagine the premiere as baby faces anymore. They've done, they've done such a good job playing up the heels. Um, they're also doing a fantastic job of playing up their feud with the Howlets right now. Um, they made multiple, they made multiple digs at the Howlets. Uh, in fact, they finished the match with the Howlets finisher. Um, uh, so they are, they are definitely playing it up. You know, CSW does a great, you know, we talked to Strider uh, a few weeks ago. They do a great job at that storytelling. You know, you know, we asked them what, you know, what his method was to, to booking sh- matches and, and, and a show in general. And he does a great job of, you know, the, you know, the, the three show arc is kind of what he was alluding to in some of those. And, and we've seen a lot of this and really this is going to be a four show arc really. Um, eventually when more, when they, more than that. More than that, yeah, cause, cause yeah because the, the, you know we we saw the we saw the street fight, yeah, and the street fight was the street fight was a was another chapter to that to the. To you're that right. Feud. You're right. It is gonna be more yep. than four. Yeah. The, yep. yep. The the and the street the street fight that we saw, um, you know, was the turn, yep. because the premiere were the baby faces, and the howlets were the heels. Um, now you couldn't tell that when the when the match started that night because when the howlets music hit. Um, that was a double turn. It it was, it was, it was definitely a double turn night. Um, but yeah, they, uh, but they're, they're doing a fantastic job playing up this heel. Um, Campbell Myers is coming into his own. You know, I know, I know SK Bishop has been around for a little bit. Um, I don't know how long Campbell Myers has been around. I, I, I don't think Campbell's been in it as long as SK has. Yeah. Um, but Campbell is uh, Campbell is definitely coming into his own. I uh, I would like to reach out to the premiere and invite them to come on to the show before they get their asses beat by the Howlets. Absolutely. Um, yeah, while they're still able. <laughs> yeah, while they're still able. That's right. <laughs> um, then the next match we had the Mile High Magnum, uh, Dak Draper versus the Ice Pick Vic Capri. Um, so this is a weird situation for those that don't know. Dak was supposed to face Vic Capri last month, um, and Vic wasn't able to make the event. Um, and then Dak was actually supposed to face Davey Richards this month, um, but I think uh, I think Impact came calling uh, to Davey Richards, which is why Davey Richards wasn't able to make CSW. Um, if you guys watched Slammiversary this weekend, um, and so Vic Capri was Dak's opponent this weekend. Now, before the match, uh, the territory, the assistant territory manager, um, which is kind of like CSW's versions of the general manager, um, Gil Rogers came out, and uh, to hell with Gil Rogers, um, not happy with it one bit. Um, but Gil Rogers is uh, instead of never mind. I'm not going to go there. We're not going to go there tonight. I was going to say, instead of being worried about, you know, being an assistant manager to the territory and worrying about the talent, you know, the premiere and the howlets and suspending, suspending hoodie howlet for something stupid, uh, you know, Gil's, Gil's more worried about finding out who attacked him. Whatever. Cool. Uh, anyways, Gil came out, uh, confronted Vic, asked Vic where he was, um, you know, kind of, kind of kind of hinting that, you know, maybe Jeremy Wyatt and Vic Capri kind of had a, had a doing in this. 
Um, Dak came out and Dak cut a Dak cut a really good promo with the crowd. Um, got the crowd hyped uh, on Vic Capri. And he talked about how small Vic Capri is, which Vic Capri is Vic Capri is pretty short. He is he is stacked and chiseled, but he is uh he is all of maybe five nine, maybe five ten. Um and Dak Dak got a chant going called five foot three Vic Capri. <laughs> and dude, Dimitri would not shut up. I mean, it was it was like 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 I said, I love I loved it. I didn't, but I mean, like there was a couple of times where I mean, because it was just constant. I was like, I was like, he's gonna get tired. He'll get tired. No, dude, never got tired. The whole match, no he match. stood the whole no the whole night, the whole night. Yeah, he. I mean, especially as soon as because Dimitri just Dimitri just immediately fell in love with Dak. Um, and then as soon as Dak got the the chance started, um, he. Uh, uh, yeah. As soon as Dimitri or Dak got the chance started, Dimitri did it, and he never stopped. I mean, it was the whole match. Like people, like the crowd went. The crowd was with him at first, and then when the crowd died down, Dimitri was still sitting there going five foot three, Vic Capri. And I was like, I was like, he's gonna stop. He, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, he'll stop eventually, dude. He never stopped. Yeah. He just kept going. Until the final bell, I was like, "Oh my god, dude!" <laughs> uh, the the finish to the the finish to the match was amazing, though. Um, you know, this was this was probably this was probably the best match of the night. Um, and, and that's not taking away from any of the other guys. The other guys all had good matches. Um, Ace and Jeremy White was a damn good match. Um, but this was definitely probably the match of the night for me. Um. Dak, uh, Vic went to go do a, um, uh, I forgot the move, but Spike Dudley used to do it. And, uh, Brian Kendrick used to do it. Um, slice bread. Uh, uh yeah. Vic Capri went up, Vic Capri went to go do the slice bread. Dak reversed it, uh, and then, uh, performed his finisher and got the one, two, three on him. Uh, like I said, great match. Um, the next match, uh, Moonshine Mantel um, and uh, Anaya Howlett. Uh, just, j- just so everybody everybody realizes, so Chase and his son attended this event. I did not. And CSW produces their show in 4K on YouTube, usually three weeks, four weeks after. So I have not seen this event. I can't really talk to it. So that's why. <laughs> That's why you're hearing Chase describe what's going on uh, to the uh, absolutely. What's going on? We have a uh, we have a viewer, Jen Elliott. Jen Elliott. That's that's weird. Any that's relation? Weird. Is, is there any relation to a Josh Elliott? No, that's no, weird. This is this another Elliott. Crazy. <laughs> Thanks for joining, Jen. <laughs> but yeah, so that that's why you're not hearing me input my uh, you know my two cents because I I wasn't there. I didn't well, see it. Plus so Plus you're monotone and uh, and and boring, yeah. but anyways, um, <laughs> so uh, speaking of monotone and boring, uh, Greg Jovi came out, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know he's he's yelling at the crowd, uh, and 
um, as soon as as soon as I got the opportunity, I hit him with a shut up, Jovi. And <laughs> and dude, there was there was like two old people that used to go to the NWL events. And they came up to me immediately and they're like, oh, you used to go to NWL? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, you remember that? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so um, uh, it, was, it was very uh, it was a very hard-hitting match. Um, but of course, when the referee was distracted, um, the premiere came out. Uh, and whacked Anaya with a uh, Singapore cane and um, Moonshine uh, Moonshine hit a nasty clothesline from hell and uh, and, and picked up the victory. Jin says, I have a serious question. <laughs> Ask away. In the hot in the hot tag that is you two, which one is which? Who's getting beaten to shreds and who gets last minute tagged in? Hypothetically. So <laughs> it, that's that's not how we that's not how we imagine the show, Jen. How we imagine the show is is that we are getting beaten to shreds and we go to tag in our guest for the hot tag. Um that's how we envision. But to your question, if hypothetically that was happening, it's obviously Josh is getting his ass kicked and Josh is reaching <laughs> to the hot tag for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm the one getting the hot tag. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll, 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 we'll see about that when you got moonshine man, Mantel chopping you in the chest. We'll see who's yeah. reaching for who. <laughs> I love how, I love how we've I love how we've automatically assumed that moonshine moonshine's gonna do this. You know, I, I I imagine that when I imagine that when moonshine, you know, when I ask moonshine about this, moonshine's gonna go, there's not a chance in hell I'm chopping you fat boy. <laughs> Definitely not. But hey, he'll hit me. He'll hit me. Hey, you know what he'll you know what he'll do? He'll uh he'll he'll big time me. He'll go uh he'll go, I'll chop you. But uh, it's a hundred dollars a chop. <laughs> uh, we been, uh, have we been big time before, Chase? We have been big time before. Yeah, we have, we have. Um, you know, every every single guest we have had on the I seventy hot tag has gladly came on um, and not mentioned a thing about any type of you know compensation. Um, you know, we're we're asking we're asking for forty minutes, forty five minutes of your spare time to come on here and to promote, promote yourself. yourself and Kansas and Missouri wrestling. Yep. Yep, and that is correct. Um, and uh, and you know, you can clip this, you can record it. We'll uh, I'll gladly put it on Facebook and put it on Twitter and put it on TikTok for all of the wrestling community in Kansas and Missouri to know that if you ask for payment, <laughs> we will not Absolutely. see you on the I-70 hot tag is what you're saying. That's right. That's right. Um, the next match, uh, 
and and I hope I'm saying this right, is Jason Strife, uh, who was cut. I mean, this dude was a monster. Yeah. Um, against the big strong boy. Um, dude was in phenomenal shape. They had a great match. The next match um on the card was the Beer City Bruiser. Yeah. Uh who was who reminded me of like if Festus and Stitch had a baby. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. That's, that's different, she's got she's got a picture of you know, at least half of it. Let's, 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 let's cut. I shouldn't have fucking said that. Wow. Um, anyways, so the Beer City Bruiser um against Niles Plunkett. Um the beer city bruiser had the whole crowd chanting beer. Um, including and he, one specific person in the crowd, right? Yeah. Including my 10 year old son. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. So, uh, <laughs> oh, that's great. It, it was, it, it really, really was. So, uh, here we'll, I have a bunch of I have a bunch of videos and pictures. I will eventually get uh, loaded up to social media. I have not had the opportunity to because um, I'm constantly dealing with uh, this stuff. But here we go. Let's 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 share the screen. Share it. You think, uh, hmm. you think we'll, uh, um, you don't think I'll get hit with any? Yeah, you will. <laughs> you don't think I'll get hit with any copyright for, for this one? Uh, I don't know. Um, this is what, what you're going to play here. So there's my, uh, there's my 10 year old son who's uh who's a hop skip and a jump away from picking his own nose um <laughs> been there done that <laughs> oh we're having internet troubles here I must, uh, i've got i've got the i've got that dosh internet now yeah <laughs> <laughs> that, james, that james internet <laughs> yeah you got james internet now We'll see if uh, iPhone uh, hotspot internet is what you're running off of. Is this video? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. To hell with it. To hell with it. It, uh, hell with it, it, man. it, it ain't. It ain't working. But yeah, every single time we landed a. <laughs> that was that was him. Uh, that was him getting worked up every single time. They uh, every single time Beer City Bruce landed a punch, um, the crowd was going beer, um, and then eventually it got to the point where it was just Dimitri going beer, 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 and I was like, I took a, a video of it and sent it to Ashley, and Ashley was like, oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, like I said, the crowd was the crowd was super into it. Um, uh, but Niles Plunkey was uh was too much 
for the Beer City Bruiser. Um, so he uh, he was able to pull it out. Um, and then in the main event, we had Jeremy Wyatt against Ace Steel for the CSW Championship. Um, Wyatt had a they had a fantastic match, um, but Wyatt uh, the referee went down and Vic Capri came out, um, and then they uh, they got a beat down on Ace Steel, and the entire crowd was chanting Dak um, when it happened. And Dak came out for the save, um, which, you know, for, for those from the, uh, you know, from those that watch the NWL, you know, that was, that was a little weird watching, uh, watching Dak to come out and save a steal from Jeremy Wyatt. Right. Uh, you know, we're, we're not, we weren't used to that. So, nope. um, very, uh, you know, like I said, a very cool way to end the event. Um, very good show as always. I'm um, extremely excited to find out what happens at the uh, at the next CSW event. We will uh, so, we'll announce that later on the show for sure. Um, absolutely. But I wanted to ask you. Um, so, did you get a chance? Was um, who all was at the merchandise table? Did you get to talk to anybody that was uh, selling merch? Absolutely. Um, got a chance to talk to uh, Campbell Myers. Um, got a uh, got a soup shirt. Um, nice. and then as soon as, as soon as we left that area with the soup shirt, we went over to Anaya and Froz and, um, Froz, uh, was like, yo, you don't want that shirt. And he's like, you want one of these shirts. And, and, and this was during intermission. So yeah. Anaya hadn't wrestled yet. Um, so by the time, by the time, by the time Dimitri got the shirt on, Dimitri was, Dimitri was part of the tribe. A thousand percent. <laughs> so much to the point that Froz got Dimitri to throw the shirt back at Campbell Myers. <laughs> and then I like I had to like get the I had to like get the shirt because I was like, yo, I just paid 20 bucks for this fucking shirt. Like right? or 25. I don't remember which. I was like, I'm not. Yeah. Cause Froz was like, Froz was like, you don't want that. And Anaya kept like doing it too. They were like hyping him up. They're like, yo, you don't want that. You don't want to wear that. And then Froz was like, Froz or Anaya, I can't remember which one, but they were like, the only thing this is good for is toilet paper in the house. And they were like, you know what you do with this? And then he's like, you do this and then you throw it. And then like Dimitri tossed it. And then I was like, oh my God, dude. And like Campbell took it, like Campbell was having fun with it until uh, Campbell made a comment uh, about, uh, about there not being, uh, about there not being two Howlett brothers. Um, and then, uh, then it got a little chippy. <laughs> uh, but you know, we, we walked away and then, uh, you know, it was really cool. There was a guy in front, in front of us who was a big NWL fan. Um, you know, he had, a, he has kids there. I think he had like, he might've had four or five kids with him. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they were all his or not, but whatever. Um, he was actually wearing an NWL shirt and Dak was doing pushups with all those kids. And it was awesome because nobody asked Dak to do that. Like Dak was just talking to the kids and then like, I, you know, said one thing or another. And then like, next thing you know, like he's on the ground doing pushups with these five kids. And then, uh, and then, you know, he talked to Dimitri and, uh, you know, he asked Dimitri if, um, he asked Demetrius if he liked wrestling 
And uh, Dimitri was like, yeah, he's like, but I don't have friends. He's like, none of my friends like wrestling. And uh, and then Dak was like, you know, he's like, that's not a big deal. He's like, you know what? When I was in high school, nobody liked wrestling either. I was the only one who was watching WWE. And then uh, he's like, you know what, Dimitri, be you. And like gave Dimitri like this big speech, man. So and that's why like Dak and the Howlets are now Dimitri's favorites. Um, because and then we got a signed picture with Dak. And then Dak wrote a little message to him about being himself and and doing what he wants to do and all that cool stuff. So That's awesome. uh, it was it was uh, it was definitely awesome for him. So for sure. like I said, I've got a I've got a bunch of pictures and a bunch of videos I got to go through and, and post up on there. We'll uh, we'll eventually get to that. So, um, you know, we'll make some videos and keep an eye on the social media because we'll uh, we'll post it there. So nice. The the next event was the St. Louis Anarchy Dingo Invitational. Yeah, man. It uh it happened unfortunately the the night prior night. and the night of. Yeah, the the night two happened the same night as your uh, CSW. So you you did catch up on it, but you didn't get to see it live. You were in uh, in attendance for CSW. I did watch it um, from start to finish live. So it was nice to see a uh, you know the culmination of everything from night one into night two. So. Um, we, you know, unfortunately this, this night started off with, um, a couple announcements first, um, there was a couple of flight cancellations where the, the, you know, we had the card and the bracket that we were, uh, breaking down that, uh, you know, predicting Masha Slamovich was one that was unable to make the event. She was, um, Supposed to uh, have a pretty high-profile match uh, round one. Um, Biff Busick was supposed to wrestle Jeremy Wyatt. Um, and I think there was a third. I didn't have this written down. But there was three flight cancellations. And Matt Jackson, I want to tell you, um, worked his magic. Um, if you guys don't know who Matt Jackson is, he uh, he runs, books, owns, I guess, uh, St. Louis Anarchy. And... Uh, did a hell of a job the day of when all these flight cancellations, I mean, when three of your main wrestlers so can't he's a tag team champion and he's a tag team champion in AEW, isn't he? Yeah. Not that Matt Jackson. <laughs> I know, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, but yes, yes. Matt, he, uh, he did a Matt, hell of a Matt job. Does a, yeah. Matt does a fantastic fucking job down there at uh, St. Louis Anarchy. hundred percent. Um, and, and and real quick, like, you know, I, I was going to wait till after we got done with it. But if you guys have not seen the documentary about um, about Gary J. Um, that is on St. Louis Anarchy's YouTube page, I a thousand percent recommend watching it. Um, it is professional wrestling saved my life. And it is a it is about Gary J, and uh, who is the Robo Ginger um, in St. Louis Anarchy, yep. and I I cannot cannot um, say enough good things about it. It's very uh, it's very candid. Um, it's very behind the scenes. It lets you know um, you know the the ups and the downs um, that these guys go through. Um, that, you know, uh, you know, just like, you know, uh, say what you want about, uh, 
you know, real or, you know, mainstream professional wrestling compared to independence. Uh, but, you know, the independent wrestling scene, you know, this is, um, like I said, it's a very candid look into what it's like. So, like I said, it's very well done. Um, definitely check it out. So, yep, for sure. No, I 100% agree. I, I watched it a, a day later and uh, couldn't say any more great things about it. It was uh, definitely a great watch. So, if you guys are pro wrestling fans, um, definitely go check it out. It's on the St. Louis Anarchy YouTube page. You can uh, you can watch it there as Chase is uh, playing with his uh, shadow with, was that, police lights? It's not a police light. It's a... I, do, I, I don't know how you sit there with that thing flashing in your face the whole time. It's cool. It's, <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. I guess. <laughs> I'm going to make a TikTok later because it, it reminds me of Triple H's old entrance. Yep. I like it. Um, so, you know, might make it, might make a ticky talk later on it. Make a ticky talk. I like it. So, you know, we, we talked about the, the flight cancellation. So Matt Jackson's scrambling. He, he does his best. He has to change some, some matches night one, basically the whole tournament, whether or not the, the winner of this tournament's the same or not, I'm assuming it probably would be, but, um, round one definitely had a scramble. Um, so he did a hell of a job there. Um, I do want to point out before we kind of kick this things off, this thing off was night one, at least the first night and we, you and I kind of chatted back and forth. Um, the first half of night one had, uh, one of our guests on commentary. He was, uh, Greg Jovi was, uh, was on commentary for half of night one and, Absolutely loved listening to his um, his take on professional wrestling, his take on on the matches, and just the way he announced things um, was was fantastic. You know, in my opinion, I, I really enjoyed him being uh, being on the call with the headset on and uh, announcing those matches. I don't know what, what what did you think about Greg being on the on the mic? I loved it. It was uh, you know he. He's definitely got the voice for it. Um, you know, he was very, uh, you know, obviously Greg is very, you know, knowledgeable about the business. Yep. Um, so, you know, that always helps out. The The other thing was um, I loved, I loved the little nod. Um, you know, obviously next month he, him and Christian Rose are going to, uh, for whatever crazy ass reason, um, Greg is going to step in the ring with Christian Rose. Um, it's a bold strategy, Cotton. We'll uh, we'll see how it plays out for him. But um, he uh, he did a good job for the most part. I think uh, Christian pointed at him during the event, and then we uh, then we got Greg Jovi, uh, yeah. you know the one where the one where the one we're used to. Uh, you know he he came on and and uh, you know started uh, started talking about uh, Christian Rose then. But no, Greg uh, Greg did a fantastic job. So yeah, uh, and Carl uh, Carly. Is that her name? Yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure. Yeah, I, I I wrote it down and I didn't I didn't write it on the on the rundown. The uh, the 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 female announcer for Journey or for uh, Anarchy. Yep. Yeah, and she did, does did she does just, Journey she does Journey Journey Pro too, doesn't she? Um, she has she hasn't in a while. There's been two uh, two guys doing Journey for uh, the last couple yeah, of events, yeah. but she has she has filled in there and done done a great job there. 
she does great. You know, you know, her and uh, I think it's Sean Orleans, if I'm getting that correct, is the main anarchy announcers. They they did a hell of a job, and they always do. Um, they always paint a good picture. They always get super into it. They they make you feel it. So, um, and I really appreciate Journey Pro and St. Louis Anarchy, and anybody who does those live uh, streams for those who can't make it. Because um, as much as I want to go to every every one of these events we cover, um, we we physically can't. And uh, when, when when we can't, when life gets in the way, we can sit at home, you know, take care of what we got to take take care at home, and actually watch the events. Um, and be able to cover this stuff. So uh, hats off to Journey. Hats off to St. Louis Anarchy. <clears throat> and I wanted to uh, to give a shout out to Walter Fulbright from uh, he's, he he helps run Journey, but he also is a big part in uh, St. Louis Anarchy. Uh, he uh, he was on the chat for Journey to Anarchy in the Twitch stream the entire two night event, and he uh, he. Uh, he kept the crowd and the chatters and the in the uh, the live stream uh, audience engaged. He kind of helped uh, elevate some of the matches. So, um, shout out to Walter. Uh, we did see him at AEW. He was at the uh, at the pre show party. So, um, you know, he does a great job with that. So, um, Couple things we had a lot of matches to go over, man. This this anarchy had had a, a, like tw- <laughs> say like twelve matches night one, and like twelve to fourteen matches the night two. So I mean these matches were getting yeah. just going on. So I mean we we obviously yeah, but we, gonna, we we dumbed it down. We, we dumbed did, it down. We did. We, we dumbed it down to some of the highlights, and and I kind of wrote these down. Um, Kind of to kind of go over some of them, and I wanted to highlight. If you guys don't follow the i seventy hot tag on on social medias, go do that. Um, because I posted some pictures, a video. If you don't, uh, if you don't, if you don't follow the i seventy hot tag on social media, what the hell are you doing with your? Yeah. <laughs> if you don't follow the i seventy hot tag on social media, Chase knows. I guess if you're watching this uh, this live stream, not the i not the podcast, but you're watching the live stream, you probably follow us somewhere, either there or, or CR Media 1988 on Twitch. Absolutely. Uh, anywhere, yeah. But I did, I did put the this video because uh, Adrian Surge. Um, this was actually night two, and again, I'm going to bounce around a little bit just because we're not going to talk about every match. Adrian Surge took on Gary J. Stiff Robo Gender, and there was at one point in the match that Gary J. slapped the living shit out of Adrian Surge <laughs> on his back. And I didn't yes. even see, I had to rewind it because I didn't even see when it happened, but I saw the aftermath. Yeah. And on his back, there was a welt, a handprint welt that looked like you just took a, 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 a you know, 500 degree iron of a handprint and put it on this guy's back and just yeah. set it there for a couple seconds and then lifted it up. That's what it looked like. It looked like he was, the handprint was burned into his skin. That's how how prominent this handprint was, and um, it's it was wild. I mean, I can't like the, the the announcers couldn't get couldn't get enough of it. They were talking about putting it as their background of their uh, of their phone for the next week. 
Um, I think it's worthy for another next month, not just next week. But um, crazy. Did you, I mean, you, you saw the video. The video uh, you, you went back and watched it, didn't you? Absolutely. Like, um, and well, I'll be damned. I thought you. I thought you shared it on social media, my guy. I did. It's on. Uh, it should be on Twitter, Twitch, TikTok. Not on Twitch. Not I'm on, sorry. It's, it's not on the. It's not on the Twitter. It's not on the Twitter. All right. It might be on Instagram. Unless you, unless you, unless you, unless you shared it through uh, the real Josh Elliott. And not um, no, no. Um, are we gonna? Let me pull it up here. I'm pulling it up on Instagram. Well, uh, yeah, that, that's what I was trying to be proactive and pull it up. You're good. Um, I should have you know, done that before. To, yeah. You should have, but it's okay. I should have. I should have. Here you go. So here's the. Uh, I'll share the screen here. My bad. Share screen. Uh, screen two. I'm assuming is this. Is this? There we go. Can you guys see it? Nope. All right. Am I sharing the wrong screen? No, you were sharing the right one. I was just messing with you. <laughs> okay. So like yeah, there's the oh there's the my hand, god, dude. There's the handprint weld, and then uh, push play, go to the next one. Yeah, that's that's the one right there. I mean, that is wild. Yeah. Um. So that yeah, I'm sure Adrian, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure he felt that. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so anyway, um, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna stop sharing my screen here, but yeah, they uh. It was wild, man. Like, uh, but Gary J did end up beating Adrian Surge in that match, so he advanced. Um, he advanced on a couple matches before we kind of get into um, you know who made the finals of this tournament. Uh, Billy Starks. I wanted to give a shout out to her. She wrestled Evan Gelestico in the first round. And for whatever reason, I don't know why, but in my mind, I was like, well, Evan's going to win just because he had a big match the week, the, the month prior to get uh, into this uh, tournament. Uh, so I just figured they were going to have Evan advance and kind of, you know, progress his story, but they didn't, they gave, uh, they gave Billy the win. She looked really good against Evan. They actually, uh, you know, I, I, they, they teamed up. Uh, they were a team before this, before they, you know, faced off in anarchy and uh they were a hell of a uh, mixed tag uh tag team together so um for her to kind of break off of them and actually get the win and that match was actually really um was really great honestly and for her only being i think they said they were she was only seven, she's only 17 years old so um she has a bright future ahead of her Billy Starks does so, and she's and they said she's 17, but she's wrestled 200 matches already, which is yeah. crazy to me. So, yes, yeah, Bill, Billy, uh, Billy is is uh, on a an absolute tear, um, which is very exciting for them. So, yep, yep. So, keep an eye out for her. She's uh, she's going places, she is going places. And uh, <clears throat> again, last match is uh, the one I'm talking about before we get to the uh, the finals or the uh, the final three is Gary J and Jeremy Wyatt. Due to the the you know the flight cancellations, Gary J we, 
the fans in attendance and the Twitch stream got uh, greeted with a Gary J versus Jeremy Wyatt match in round one. So, <clears throat> hell of a match. Hell of a match. It which wasn't is, in- uh, I was going to say, which is fantastic anytime. Um, you know, they're, uh, you know, the, one of the matches that they highlight in the, uh, in that documentary, um, with Gary J is when he won the gateway heritage championship away from Jeremy Wyatt. Um, so anytime those two step in the ring, it's, it's amazing. So, yeah, man. And it's, it's, it's cool. Cause Gary J actually now has Wyatt's number. Cause that's, that's the second in a row that Gary has won. Um, there for what four years straight, Gary, you know, Jeremy Wyatt just ran amok in, in Kansas or in, uh, Kansas city and St. Louis and Gary J beat Wyatt finally for the gateway heritage. And then now he's beaten them once or twice since then. And this being the most recent. So, um, good on Gary, man. And, uh, we saw what Jeremy did on night two amp and CSW. So, um, Fantastic job by Gary J. Um, it's nice to see him get some dubs and, and uh, carry that Gateway Heritage title. Um, we're going to see uh, – he's going to be put to the test. We'll talk about it later um, during the uh, the Circus Maximus event that's happening next month, but uh, we'll talk about that at the end of the show. So, Absolutely, absolutely. All right, so – we're going to go down the final three for the St. Louis Anarchy. We um, So I wanted to highlight each wrestler's path to the finals. So we'll start off with um, Thomas Shire. So Thomas Shire was one of the three finalists um, in the finals. He, uh, he actually wrestled in round one a uh, surprise because of, a again, a flight cancellation, and that ended up being – a man that Derek Stone mentioned in his uh, his interview, Raheem De La Suede, made his St. Louis Anarchy debut. So I popped big time for him just because I'd seen him. Like uh, we saw him in WLW, we saw him in uh, Glory Pro, and now we're seeing him in St. Louis Anarchy. I really hope we see him in the Kansas City. Um, I know we're going to see him here, you know, on Saturday. Uh, WLW, but um, hopefully we see him in Journey and uh, or CSW soon as well, because as Derek Stone said, um, he's got a bright future ahead of him. But he, uh, unfortunately, Thomas Shire um, ended up. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh, what just happened? Ah, what happened? Ah. I don't have any. I don't have any alerts, guys. I'm sorry. Um. Oh my God, dude. What happened? Uh, dead dad trainer with the party of eight with the raid, man. Hell yes, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yes. Appreciate you guys coming through, dad trainer. Hell yes, dude. We got a we got a new follow, man. Um, a follow of Lorenzo the Ultimate. Appreciate the follow. Um, Street Mania. Appreciate the follow. Hell yes. Awesome, 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 Dad Trainer, man. Appreciate you coming through, uh, man. We are we, we are we are wrapping this thing up. Well, we 
We interviewed uh, independent wrestler Derek Stone, uh, who wrestles out of WLW uh, here in Troy, Missouri. Not here in Troy, Missouri, but in Troy, Missouri. And um, Heel Kevin, man, appreciate you following, brother. Um, we interviewed Derek Stone, talked to him about WLW, which is um, Harley Race's uh, wrestling promotion that his son Leland race now runs. Uh, Derek stone was talking to us about his, uh, experiences. And then we broke down central States wrestling's event, uh, from this past weekend. We are also, uh, breaking down, um, St. Louis anarchy's event that came through Spartan Jesus 92. Appreciate the follow guys. I'm going to get to all of you here. Um, I've got my list. Uh, my goodness, dude, I, um, dude, I, like, so guys, I, I apologize. I, I don't have any alerts yet. Um, I'm still getting the Twitch. I'm still getting the Twitch, uh, up and running. Um, so I don't have any alerts, but I, as soon as I, I, I saw something come through and I was like, Oh my gosh. So dad trainer, appreciate the raid, dude. Hell yeah, man. Um, dad trainer, heel Kevin. That's the, that's the heel Kevin army, man. I, I love those guys. Um, hell Yes. Definitely appreciate you guys coming through tonight. We uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. I was <laughs> definitely, definitely appreciate it, guys. Um, hell yeah. Uh, let me let me make sure I got everybody here. So um, we've got uh, we got Lorenzo the Ultimate, Street Mania, Heel Kevin, Spartan Jesus. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely coming through with the the heel Kevin Army love, man. Um, and then, all right, so that's that's all right. Cool, I got I got everybody. Whew, man, fantastic! Appreciate that, uh, it, guys. That, yeah, man, that pop that popped me a little bit. So, a uh, <laughs> little bit. <laughs> fuck, 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 boys! I'm gonna have to get to I'm gonna have to get to those alerts fixed up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so next time next time i could be a little bit prepared right when i when i saw it i was like oh is this right now i was like oh this is right now <laughs> yeah uh my, my bad man i uh brother i didn't mean to cut you off but you're good um, man that day that was a that was a perfect time to cut me off for sure yeah absolutely uh, <laughs> um so no i was just kind of talking about thomas shire he, he defeats raheem del suede uh to move on after the first round he ends up taking on warhorse and knocks that warhorse. So that was a, uh, Which, a little bit huge like, shock. Yeah, huge shock. But not even the biggest shock for Thomas Shire because he goes on into the semifinals to wrestle Gary J. And he beats the Gateway Heritage champion to advance to the finals. So yes. Thomas Shire, it was on an absolute roll, beating Suede. Warhorse Gary J and is in the finals and I was completely yes he beat Warhorse that was that was that was a shock but when he beat when he pinned Gary J my jaw dropped and I'm like holy yeah. shit I cannot believe Thomas Shire just just pinned the champion so if for as shocked as you were um about Thomas Shire I was about ACH um, now I know ACH is, you know, he's had a great career in the Midwest. Um, yeah. you know, he's, he's come out of St. Louis, uh, for anybody that doesn't know ACH, 
Um, ACH did a little bit of time at NXT. Uh, you guys can look that up. I'm not going to talk about it um, because ACH is a fantastic wrestler. Um, and, and the, and his stint in NXT shouldn't be, um, how his career is highlighted. Um, but definitely go check out ACH. Um, he defeated Aaron Williams on night one. Um, and then Kenny Alfonso, he beat Kenny Alfonso, which Kenny Alfonso has been, has been, you know, uh, as far as journey pro and St. Louis anarchy goes, Kenny Alfonso has been doing great stuff there. Um, so I was super shocked to see ACH come up with that win. And, uh, you know, he played his injury up really well, uh, dude, for when the, when the injury very first happened, I thought it was legit. Uh, I was like, Oh fuck. He's really I did too. The whole night. Yeah. He played um, it up the entire night. And, and let me take two steps back. He might actually be really injured. Um, uh, like I said, he, uh, he, he, if he's not, that was, he played it great. Um, if he is, uh, still, uh, played it great. <laughs> so, um, he, like I said, he defeated Kenny, Kenny Alfonso, and then he defeated Davey Vega who, and Davey Vega, uh, grindhouse has been, has been really high up there. So this, uh, like I said, um, Matt Jackson, who runs St. Louis and did a fantastic job with this, this event. It had a lot of shocks. Um, they took a lot of young talent and elevated them, which was great. Um, Derek Neal, who uh, who we who we've come used to seeing in CSW in Kansas City, uh, he was on this event too. Um, he defeated Anakin Murphy night one. Uh, defeated Camaro Jackson in one of the hardest hitting matches I've seen in a while. Um, those two dudes beat the dog shit out of each other, and it was it was a fantastic match. Um, it, it, like I said, even even with Camaro Jackson losing, um, he still looks strong. Yeah, Uh, because that match was so hard hitting. Um, And then he defeated Matt Fitchett, which was the other member of Grindhouse. So both members of Grindhouse took losses that night. And it was um, super shocking. So in the finals, man, you want to break down the finals for us? Yeah, man, this was a this was a hell of a (laughs) hell of a final. We had Derek Neal versus ACH versus Thomas Shire um, for the Dingo Trophy. The, the Dingo Invitational. So, um, in the end, hell of a match. All three guys were exhausted from wrestling two or three matches that, you know, that night and then one the night before. Um, Derek Neal, though, the uh, he remains undefeated. And he, had, he picked up the win, uh, beats both ACH and Thomas Shire. D- uh, Neal hits the Dingo driver on Shire for the pin. So, uh, Derek Neal's a champion, or Derek Neal's the Dingo Invitational uh, trophy holder now. Um, yeah, after the uh, after the match, uh, it was pretty cool. You know, Dingo came out. He had the he had the trophy. He had the uh, the plaque ready to give to Daniel. And as soon as he hands him to him, Neal um, does what heels do: the heel shit, and uh, he attacks Dingo. Um, and just as he's about ready, what looks like he's going to give Dingo the Dingo driver, um, Gary J comes in at the last second, saves him, um, knocks Neil out of the ring, which sets up to, um, sets up the match for Circus Maximus, which is the main event for Circus Maximus next month. We're going to get, uh, 
Gary J versus Derek Neal for the Gateway Heritage Championship. So, hell of a match, hell of a card. I'll tell you that was a that was a hell of a tournament that they put on, even with with everything Matt Jackson had to do to put that together and get that to to flow smoothly. It they could have. If I didn't see the bracket before and knew, knew who was going to go into the, you know, who was supposed to be there, I never even would have known there was a problem. It, it was that well put together, even with the the last minute substitution. So um, hats off to them. Yeah. Hats off to Matt Jackson. Anarchy. Fantastic job. And congratulations to Derek, to Derek Neal. Absolutely. Um, again, uh, like I said at the beginning, when we started breaking down uh, St. Louis Anarchy, um, and, you know, and I, I want to reiterate again while the raid is going on, um, you know, for for wrestle talk community, wrestling TikTok, um, you know, and and heel Kevin Army uh, showing up with the raid. Um, you guys know who McGruber is. Um, McGruber did a fantastic, um, and and I, I like Zach, um, but I won't I won't brag on Zach very often um but i will i will i will take this to the bank it is it is a fantastic documentary he did on gary J, who is a st louis anarchy wrestler um he is a st louis stapled wrestler um mcgruber did it it's it is definitely worth the watch it's maybe 40 minutes to an hour um but it's it's like i said it's very candid it's very raw um, it talks about the ups and downs of being an independent professional wrestler. Um, it's it's amazing. Uh, Zach did a fantastic job on this documentary. If you guys have not seen it, uh, I highly recommend go to St. Louis Anarchy's YouTube channel. They have it there. Uh, it's it's worth the watch. Um, this is the part of the show, guys, where we're kind of starting to wrap up. We're going to talk about future independent wrestling shows in the Kansas and Missouri area. Um, now, the, Josh and I have tried to touch every single one that we can. Um, we are on episode 11. Um, if there is Kansas or Missouri independent wrestling promotions that you guys know about that we have not touched on, um, please, please, please hit up the I-70 hot tag on social medias. It's right there next to Josh's name. Josh runs the I-70 hot tag account. Um, hit him up with, uh, the Missouri, like I said, any Missouri, Kansas, independent professional wrestling promotions, um, and let him know. And, uh, we will, we will get those, uh, we will get those on our list. We'll get them covered. Uh, we'll reach out to them. Uh, the whole point of this show is to put over independent professional wrestling, um, especially here in the Kansas and Missouri area. Uh, this is what, this is what I love, man. So, um, future indie shows. On June 25th, uh, WLW, our guest, uh, Derek Stone, will be headlining. He's going to be facing the WLW heavyweight champion. Uh, Derek uh, said there is a dispute. He says he never lost that championship. We're going to crown an undisputed champion. Um, It's going to be Derek Stone facing their champion. Um, Moses the Deliverer. Moses the Deliverer. And uh, mo- uh, and what I was thinking of is Derek is going for his six, six uh, WLW championship. Um, they're also going to have Kenny Alfonso versus uh, Raheem De La Suede. Uh, and both of those guys are St. Louis Anarchy guys, um, young guys in the Kansas City area, Missouri area. Um, and they do a fantastic job. Also on June 25th um, in Cape Girardeau, uh, Missouri 
It is going to be CCW Cape Championship Wrestling. Uh, it's going to be uh, their show, the Super Show. They're going to have Killer Cross and Scarlett Bardot um, there. They're going to be in action. Um, that's going to be super exciting. Um, wish I could make it out to that, but uh, I think I'm pretty committed to WLW right now. So yeah. um, would love to see would love to see Killer Cross, but um, I'm sure I can see Killer Cross another time. Uh, I won't be making it out to Troy to watch uh, a whole lot of WLW events because Troy is a whole Troy's like a whole four hours away, isn't it? That's uh, yeah, it's almost to St. Louis. Yep. Yep, exactly. So uh speaking of St. Louis, um July twenty fourth, Glory Pro presents St. Louis Vice. Uh Ethan Page is going to be wrestling Warhorse there. Um, we're also going to get Mike Bennett versus the quad father Camaro Jackson, um, which I am super excited about. Um, I am a huge, huge Mike Bennett fan. Uh back when he was uh running indies before I was super excited when he joined WWE, man. I was I was very uh very brokenhearted that WWE didn't do anything with him. Yeah, he didn't do much. So, yep. Uh and then <clears throat> boy, this was uh this was quite the this was quite the announcement, man. CSW had to had to do a special announcement on their yeah. YouTube for this. So um as as you know the the raid came in, I'll kind of just back up a little bit, guys. We talked about um, CSW, um, which is a uh, local promotion here in Kansas, uh, Kansas City. And they had an event, uh, Ace Steel against the Monarch Jeremy Wyatt for the CSW championship. Um, uh, Jeremy Wyatt was able to retain the championship, obviously with an asterisk. Uh, He had some help from Chicago native uh, Vic Capri. And five foot three Vic Capri. Um, <laughs> and uh, Vic, um, after the show, A Steel cut a promo and um, told everybody that he, uh, he was going to go out and get some help. And the help he's bringing is Arn Anderson and Brock Anderson. So, once again, for the first time in 20 something years, uh, probably longer than that. Kansas City is going to turn into horseman country. Um, super excited to see that. Um, like I said, a little, little, little odd, uh, seeing a seal with the horseman, <laughs> but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna complain. Um, right. that event is going to be on August 27th. Um, Jeremy White and Vic Capri versus a steel and Brock Anderson with Arn Anderson, uh, at, at, at ringside. Um, that's, that's going to be huge. Um, cannot wait for that. Yeah. Uh, tickets go on sale Friday. Uh, if you guys are in the area, um, gosh, I would even, I would even go so far to say that if, uh, it would be worth an, it would be worth a drive. Uh, if you are, if you are a little bit further out. Yeah. Um, Cross state. yeah, yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. They, uh, they put on a hell of a shows every time we've been and, uh, yeah, if you guys can get out there, um, you know the only bad thing—I mean, it's not even a bad thing—is it is it's two months away, so they're not gonna have. It looks like they're not gonna have a July show, so they're taking July yep. off. So, um, yeah, it's uh, but worth the wait. We're gonna get the horse. We're gonna get Arn Anderson and uh, Brock there too. So, yeah, absolutely. So. Uh... 
And, you know, I know we I know we kind of talked about it while we were waiting on uh, Derek Anderson to get his um, uh, get his technical difficulties uh, figured out. But um, next week, guys, same uh, same time. Um, you know, I appreciate Heel Kevin Army showing up. But for those that don't know, this show starts at 830 p.m. Central Standard Time um, next week. We are going to have a very special guest. Um, if you guys are not familiar with uh, independent professional wrestler Luigi Primo, um, definitely, definitely look him up. He is a his gimmick is fantastic. Um, he is an Italian pizza chef. Uh, he uh, he's his matches are are some of the most entertaining stuff you will see. Um, it's it's very exciting. Definitely, definitely, definitely recommend uh, tuning in. Um, uh, Luigi's going to be a, a fun guest. So we're going to sit down with Luigi and talk to Luigi. And uh, <laughs> Yes, Heel Kevin Army shows up and shows out. I appreciate it. So there is Luigi. Like I said, he, uh, he's going to be sitting down with us next week. We're going to chat with him. Um, so definitely, definitely tune in next week. We will, uh, we will be here and it's going to be tons of fun. Uh, other than that, you know, we've, we've got a, we've got a bunch of other guests lined up guys. Um, like I said, every Thursday night we go live. Um, I also go live on Wednesday nights after dynamite for the dynamite post show. Um, if you guys don't know pro wrestling Kingpin on TikTok, him and I come live on this Twitch channel, about 15 minutes after Dynamite, about 20 minutes after Dynamite, because there's a five-minute counter. Um, and we kind of just sit down and chit-chat about Dynamite, talk about what we liked, what we didn't like. Um, we also invite guests on. After we're done breaking down the show, we kind of like to invite guests on, let them do one to two, uh, one to two minutes of what they liked and what they didn't like. Yo, uh, Freak, appreciate the follow, man. Uh, thank you again. Another member of Heel Kevin Army showing up for me. I appreciate that, guys. Um, like I said, 15 minutes after Dynamite, we kind of go live, talk about what we like, what we didn't like. We let you, the viewers, come on after the show or after we're done breaking down the show to chit-chat with us as well. Um, so that's fun. And then if you guys are uh, NFL fans, um, sporadically on Tuesdays. I say sporadically because I'm the co-host. I can't really decide when we – when we have a show and when we don't, um, my, uh, my good friend and I, uh, James, uh, he does James house chiefs talk. Um, we talk about the Kansas city chiefs and we talk a little bit of the NFL overall, depending on what big stories are. It's the off season. So there's not a whole lot to talk about right now, guys, but that is, uh, that is my schedule. So like I said, Tuesday nights, Wednesday nights, Thursday nights, um, you know, appreciate you guys again. Uh, I will break down the social medias. As you guys can see, the social media tag right there, CR Media 1988. If you are not following me um, on TikTok, I would greatly appreciate a follow. I'm trying to get to a thousand followers so we can go live on there. Um, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I've waited there. Are you? Nice. <laughs> I'm like four. Well, you said, I'm like 450 something. So we're we're building steam. I'm I'm, I'm making content. We're gonna. Uh, we're we're going to be clipping these shows and posting a lot of those on there. Um, and then, you know, a, a lot of other content we're putting on there. So definitely would appreciate a follow on there. We're also on, I am also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, posting on social media all the time, guys. Uh, so we greatly appreciate a follow there as well. Um, my friend, Josh, uh, it's because you made me, it's because you won't let me mirror my camera, you jerk. 
<laughs> my friend Josh here, uh, he runs the I-70 Hot Tag social media, which is a huge help to me. Um, little by little, you're damn right, Dad Trainer. You're damn right, little by little. Um, so my friend Josh uh, does a huge a huge service to us. He runs the I-70 Hot Tag social medias uh, all by himself with no help from me. And it is, uh, it is uh, like I said, a huge help. So definitely go check out the I-70 Hot Tag on social media. Josh, you're on TikTok, Twitter, uh, YouTube. YouTube, and, Instagram. And, and, yep. All, all the yep. all the major ones. Yep. Yes, Dad Trainer. I will uh I will definitely have that clip on there, brother, and I will have that on I will have that on social media by uh by tomorrow, sir. Uh I I, I can guarantee you that. So um guys, like I said, much love to the Heel Kevin Army. Um obviously we're uh we're building this tick or this uh Twitch thing up. So as uh and this was something I planned on starting. Uh, I actually plan on starting it next week, but since since we were raided tonight, uh, I guess we're going to start tonight. So tonight, guys, we are going to uh, we are going to end the show with a raid. Uh, you know, give give and give. So um, bear with me one second here, because I've ne- I've never I've never raided before, so I got to figure out how the fuck to do this. <laughs> Gonna try and stop by more often, brother. Enjoy the rest of your night, fellas. Absolutely, Spartan Jesus. Thank you so much, Appreciate man. It. Appreciate you coming through. Appreciate the follow, sir. Um, first time, yeah. Okay, freak, it's super easy. Yeah, I see it on my. I see it on my quick actions here. Okay, we're gonna. All right, guys. So. Because the theme of the show is it's forward slash raid, then the username. Oh, okay. All right. Awesome. So I appreciate that, Freak. Thank you so much. Um, kind of, like I said, kind of getting uh, used to this and, um, you know, kind of doing my own moderation here. So, uh, but guys, the theme of the show is independent wrestling. Everybody here is, uh, you know, like I, I know that the Heel Kevin Army is huge, huge uh, wrestling fans, um, independent wrestling fans as well. Um, so that's that's huge for me. That's, um, like I said, I, I diehard independent wrestling fan. Um, so that's the theme of the show is Kansas and Missouri uh, independent wrestling. Across the I-70, a little bit further up in uh, Colorado is a promotion called Rocky Mountain Pro. So tonight we will be raiding Rocky Mountain Pro Wrestling. Um, you know, just uh, stick with us and and show uh, show Yaden some love, man. Um, it's uh, he's 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 uh, he's busting his ass out there. So definitely uh, definitely show Rocky Mountain Pro and Yaden some love. And uh, bear with me one second here, and we are. Um, We are getting there. We go. There we go. All right, guys. We uh we will be rating them uh, momentarily. Again, appreciate everybody that came through. Heel Kevin Army. Um, let them know. Let them know. Heel Kevin Army sent you to me, and that you came from CR Media. Uh, again, guys, to all the followers, to everybody that did the raid. 
It was uh, fantastic, guys. Um, like I said, Dad Trainer, appreciate you, dude. Uh, you will definitely, you will definitely get that reaction clipped, and uh, you will definitely be seeing it on social media, um, guys. As usual, we in this night. Um, my name is Chase. I go by CR Media 1988 on social media. This is my uh, partner in the hot tag, Josh Elliott. And as usual for the I-70 hot tag, good fight and good night.